listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. It's Dr. Q in the studio. She's a gynecologist and obstetrician. Did I say it wrong? Those big words. Yay! Yes. <laughs> I, t- I couldn't have missed that. And a, fet- a fertility specialist, the founder of Family Matter. Matters Fertility Center. Already there's a beautiful scripture there. Whatever you do, do well. Those are words uh, from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. But I I assume they are very much loved by Dr. Q. She's in the building today. We're going to be talking more um, about her journey in as a doctor, becoming a doctor, how it all started um, and where she's going, where she is right now and where she is going. Dr. Q, welcome to the Drive Time Squad. Hello. Hi. Greetings. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me and greetings to all the listeners. Thank <laughs> you so much for having us. Has been your Thursday. Oh, my Thursday has been very busy. Oh, mm. it's been packed, but I'm glad I made it. So is going to be busy, Doc. Ah, it's young boy. It's young boy. Amen to that. Amen to that. I like it. Um, oh, so I was about to say uh, on a, the drive time show on Thursday, we... We call it a throwback Thursday. Mm. So we hit on throwback songs, conversation. What's oh your throwback uh, event, you know, back in the days? ma Because it's been a... I feel like though 2023 January has been short. But what's your throwback end of January? Things that used to happen back in the days. Ten years ago, oh when we just word. ended January. Oh, <laughs> my word. Listen... <laughs> Um, I come from very uh, humble background mm-hmm. and originally from Durban. Mm. So, you know, in December, uh, everybody will be looking forward to going to Durban. You know, Joburg mm. is empty. Everybody's, you know, down in Durbs. So with us being originally from Durban, our mom will say, listen, I so January for us was that time where oh, we actually got go to rock to the, the beach, beach. <laughs> and uh, you know go and enjoy it. You know, so yeah, that's how I used to enjoy my hood um, round about this time. Wow, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Back to business. We've got Dr. Q in the building, the fertility specialist, the gynecologist. I don't want to say the other one. Obstet- Obstetrician. Obstetrician. Remember, yeah. you can actually conversate with us right here on the drive. Uh, if you've got any questions, 0671531089 is the number. Send us a text or a voice note. Make it a one-minute voice note at least. Doctor, tell us where it all started. You becoming a doctor. Do you think it was a calling or it was like, you know, when you're in high school, like, you saw by an engineer, it sounds good, it's got money. Doctor, of course, in a single man. How did it all begin to... Listen, I think, um, retrospectively looking at it, Mm -hmm. it has been a calling. Mm. But you know, you never know from the beginning. I think the first time I actually... Not that I think. The first time I actually mentioned that I'm going to be a doctor was all for the wrong reasons. Um, mm. I was 12. Mm. 
and just started my menstruation mm. and was frustrated. Why do women have to bleed? Mm. Why does blood have to come out of me? I don't want to <laughs> be a mommy. I don't want babies. So I was so frustrated and I was speaking to my mom and I was like, listen, I'm going to handle this because she, she was the one saying, listen, you don't have a choice. We have to deal with this. It means mm. you're a woman now. You're all grown. Mm. Stay away from boys. <laughs> and um, so that's the first time I actually said that I wanted to be a doctor and mm. it was to say I wanted to stop women from bleeding because mm. to me it didn't make sense at the time. But it was just a child speaking and as one advanced and um, eventually decided, it was um, uh, quite a challenge because of funding and all of that. So there were mm. a lot of obstacles ar along the way. You know when you have a dream and you have a vision mm. and you look at what you have in front of you and you're like, it's not enough. Mm. I won't make it. How much is medical school? And I had two parents who were unemployed mm. and uh, like, what chance do you have? Mm. So, but uh, God being good. One managed to make it to medical school yeah. and even on making it into medical school and internship mm -hmm. and all of that, I was quite challenged during my internship. Mm -hmm. I remember even writing in my prayer book that mm. I will never do another day, a single other day of obstetrics and gynecology ever wow. in my life. Mm. Like, that's how challenged I was. Mm. And um, and not because it was difficult, because I had excelled, but mm. the management, I actually had a problem with the management. I had to report them to the lawyers. I had to, like, it was a big fight. Mm. I think when a dream and a vision is, is being there. fought and is being um, disturbed, mm -hmm. you know, you can end up deviating from what you were initially meant to be and mm. you actually despise mm. what you were actually meant meant or called to be. Mm. So I had a lot of challenges. I spoke against uh, obstetrics and gynecology and when I started going and deviating from the field, I mm. think it took um, a while and it took me time to actually realize that, listen, girl, but you love this. Mm. Listen, girl, but this makes your blood run. Yeah. Listen, girl, mm. you you actually enjoy this. Then you just go for here. it. You come exactly. It you it's this. an adrenaline rush. Mm. You know, mm. if you know your thing and you've got your facts on your fingertips, you just press the button and life is saved. You mm. do this, you know, and mm. you're like, wow, it's like magic, mm. you know. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the, the busyness and uh, the effectiveness of actually doing something right, a stitch mm. in time for wow. a woman who's about to die and her baby mm. and seeing the difference that mm. it actually makes. Mm. And I enjoyed it. So I was like, leave aside everything mm. else. This is what mm. I'm going to live for. And wow. yeah, I never looked back. Wow. Beautiful. And then you chose to specialize uh, infertility. Yes, then I decided to be a super specialist. I mm. think, again, there, when I got into obstetrics and gynecology, then I started seeing women that were struggling. I also mm. have my own uh, personal experiences mm -hmm. of delayed fertility, maybe if I can call it that, mm -hmm. because it's not really a, a full-on diagnosis of infertility. Mm. I know what it is like to... Hope you don't see your periods because mm, you're planning a you family. Can, yeah. I know what it is like to do a pregnancy test and you, you find it and it's negative. Mm. Worse for me, I would even 
take my own blood test and mm. in my own name and wait mm. for those results and you're mm. like it's negative i know the disappointment i know the pain i even started treating myself as mm. a trainee i was still uh, training to be a fertility specialist mm -hmm. and started treating myself i've got twins from the results you know wow. like i'm like i'm a good student <laughs> <laughs> practice on myself man mm -hmm. we did this so yeah no but um then I decided to actually go for the field and uh, be able to be that helping hand that mm. makes a difference in people's lives. Because, you know, when somebody even comes forward and presents as mm. an infertility patient, mm. it takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage for mm. that person to come forward. Mm. It's not an easy topic. It's very taboo. Sure. It's mm. very stigmatized. Mm. And especially for men, if you see a guy mm. coming through to a fertility clinic, just know mm. that that man has had to speak to himself mm. internally and drive the courage sure. to actually come forth and say we need help mm. and, and a lot of people are actually still struggling in their corner mm. they are being called names mm. you know it's mm. it's a lot of heartbreaking mm. stories that i still continue to hear on a daily mm. basis and i'm just always there to say listen guys mm. Uh, hope is never lost mm. you know they still hope we can still look at these options this is what we can lay on the table yeah. and let's see which direction we can go towards and the aim is to help you become a parent wow mm. beautiful exactly beautiful when it comes to to continue talking about uh infertility does health condition uh conditions affect uh one's fertility Absolutely, absolutely, mm. and it starts not even from serious health conditions, which are w which may be a bit more obvious. As simple, simple things like being obese as a woman or a man. Mm that can affect one's fertility it diminishes fertility even when we even start on fertility drugs mm. it becomes mm. even difficult to get a response mm. because of that excess fat then the mm. the drugs are also even insufficient we mm. have to bombard patients with drugs mm. just to overcome that fact so simple things like what you eat can affect your fertility smoking mm. affects fertility the quality of sperm diminishes with smoking and things like alcohol as well for both men and women mm. it also d uh, reduces fertility so simple daily things like that uh, mm. can have an effect on infertility then other things like medical conditions for women specifically things like endometriosis mm, yeah. when they have painful periods mm. and painful mm. intercourse and and all of that that affects fertility it distorts the anatomy of the fallopian tubes mm. kind of kinks or blocks the fallopian tubes that's where mm. the baby is made mm. then women suffer from infertility not even knowing a lot of women don't even know that mm. their tubes are kinked or blocked or their ovaries are already affected they don't have enough eggs anymore mm. to become moms in the future mm. and things like fibroids Mm. women walk around not even knowing they have things in their abdomens or in their tummies yeah. and they'll just think i am getting fat mm. that is actually a fibroid mm. and you you'll even say put your hand here mm. you know and it's actually a fibroid that's blocking their uh, their womb. So there's a lot of conditions. Even hypertension has an effect mm. on the quality of the sperm. And even certain drugs that mm. people take actually has an effect on that. So a lot of medical conditions actually affect people's fertility. So if anybody knows they have any comorbidities or conditions that they are mm. being treated for, 
and they are trying to start a family, I would really recommend that they come for a checkup mm. and we look at them, yeah. whether it be a man or a, a female. Mm. It takes two to tango. Thank you so much. <laughs> you spoke about uh, fibros. There's actually a question from one of our listeners, Ulindi Wemota. Thank you so much, Lindy, for tuning in. So Lindy is asking, what, what are... What is what is the safest way of prevention for someone who still wants to have children? What is the best prevention for fibroids? I Pre- think two questions, right? Yeah. What's the safest way of prevention for someone who still wants to have children? And then number two, what's the best prevention for fibroids? Okay. So by prevention, I think she means contraception, like prevent. To prevent, yeah, co- to use contraception if yeah. she still wants to have kids mm-hmm. in the future. Yes. And what's the best contraceptive method, prevention yeah. method yes. for someone who has fibroids? Okay, so all available reversible contraceptive methods are safe. Mm-hmm. They are good because as long as you have not cut your tubes, mm. meaning your fallopian tube or the spermatic uh, tubes, mm-hmm. then those things are permanent. So whether mm. you're using a tablet, you're using an injection, or you're using a patch, mm. or it's a loop, all those things can come out within two to four months. They are mm. out of your system. Mm. They are all called reversible contraceptives. Mm. So if you've not cut your tubes, all forms of uh, contraception uh, contraception mm. can be reversible mm. and you can go back it's just that some like injections and the implant maybe mm. can take about 3 months mm. you know s- for some people or they have irregular bleeding and there are ways that um, we can counteract that mm. so women must not shy away or think or have this understanding that contraception makes people infertile mm. Mm. it does not and then for someone who has fibroids, the recommendation would be probably something that has a progestogen only mm-hmm. would probably be uh, on the first line. So we're looking at options of being on an injection. There's mm. a two-month and a three-month injection. Mm. Or being on an implant, which is mm. the implant on that they put um, on the skin of the arm. And if the fibroids are not distorting the womb itself, mm-hmm. then they can even have an implant or an intrauterine contraceptive device inserted. And then should those not be options that they would opt for, then anything else will actually work mm. as a contraception. There's no restrictions at all mm. because of fibroids. Wow, wow. Very interesting topic. We've got Dr. Q in the studio. We're talking about all things uh, fertility, um, all things infertility as well, and great insightful um, conversations that we're having here. I see some voice notes there. Uh, We've got a voice note from one of our listeners, and we're going to play that one. And you also see some text as well. Before we go to a break, let's um, hear uh, those voice notes. Remember, you can connect with us. 0671531089 is the number where you can actually send your questions to the doctor. Good afternoon, the drive squad. (laughs) Doctor, thank you so much for educating us. So I wanted to know that, can it be genetic that uh, maybe someone can't give birth or can be a male, can be a female? Can that be genetic? Can the food that we eat affect Mklambinzalo or the eggs? Mm. Also here all the way from South Africa. 
Thank you so much, Clarissa. Doc? Yes, Clarissa, thank you so much for those questions. Mm. Uh, firstly, can someone have inherited or genetic infertility? Mm. I think ngombuzo wakhe uthi umuntu angazalwa yini enganayinzalo. Impendulo is yes. Mm. And he said male or female, impendulo is yes. Mm. There are other d- genetic or DNA associated abnormalities that come for both male and female. Kuna abantu abesifazane abazalwa benganasi sibelethu. Umuntu umbone umuntu wesifazane shape wise unamabele noboya but Meti utena 16, 17, akawabona mapiriozi, mm. and maseza kutina simdiagnozi kuti, unfortunately, eh, isbeleta siko. Oh. It's either isbeleta asiko uu mtu esifazane, or mm-hmm. isbeleta asiko kashlekashu uu mtu esilisi. But I was, and I wabona gal. Mescheka mm. ama genes, mm. then we find uguti kashlekashu lo mtu ube u mtu wesilisa genetically. Mm-hmm. But because Gunama cells M Zimbene are insensitive, Angazwani, Angawazi Uguba sensitive to ama hormones or muntres lisi testosterone. Mm-hmm. Therefore, umuntine ngapandle se umuntres fazan. Gant is belletog available genetically umuntres lis agana smellet. So they are women who are born engawazi abenomtwan. Mm. I find a lot of uh, women who will be like, no, my man is good in bed. Can mm. it be possible that he can't have babies? You yeah. know? Mm. And yes, but no, he, you know, he can hold an erection. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, it, all of that can happen. Mm. But you find that the semen that he's producing is devoid of sperm. Oh. There's no sperm inside because there are many glands mm. that are actually secreting the semen, mm-hmm. you know, and, but Utoluti is the actual testicles are mm. not producing sperm, mm. which is also uh, a gland that secretes the fluid that is actually containing sperm. Mm. And then Gunama seminal vesicles, ama prostate glands and all of that, they all secrete nge pipel fanai. Mm. But I'm a sperm, men get cock, and then mm. awake. I'm a sperm, so mm. you won't know as a man mm. if you have sperm or not mm. until you go for a semen analysis test. So, mm. until you produce that semen for us, and not as yeah. until we put it under microscopic yeah. inspection, mm. then we can tell if the swimmers are there or not. <laughs> so, that's the only time it will tell you, I am a fan or I am a fan Mm. Is so sure. that's wow. what it's about. Thank you so much, Doctor. I hope you are answered there, Kolisa. Um uh, just Ugudla. 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 I I think the main thing is mm-hmm. But as I said earlier, what we um the type of food that we eat, if it results in obesity, then mm-hmm. obesity itself will mm. affect um in, uh, will affect fertility mm. or if we are unhealthy mm. physically and from lifestyle then diabetes and hypertension will end up affecting fertility okay. so what we eat can give a rise to a certain condition that can then directly affect fertility mm. wow mm. beautiful dr on the genetic part of it uh can in my family uma ugoko Mm. 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 
when it comes yes. to can that be in a lineage or yes there are some conditions actually biblically skulumenje silandela abraham nomkakhe naye ke basokola bakithi beze bebe no 75 we mark sibono isaac no isaac naye nonkosikazi wakhe kwaphindwe kwaye leso uyabona so ziyahamba nje so singathi singathi ana sithi sithi nangu Rebecca, but again, the ladies there mm-hmm. um, were the ones. It looks like you know because about Rebecca and about Rachel eventually Jehovah mm. Even though they are not genetically linked, because mm. it's the men that are actually linked. But yeah. these three generations, their wives actually suffered mm. from infertility. Mm. So bringing it medically speaking, yes, there are things like fibroids which are inherited. So look at mama when I'm a fibroids, was ogola, was tolum tanoe one, was tola babili, and bagalo kwa kula ma fibroids, mshamba kavazangu kubega, and then now if you peta ma fibroids, mama things like ama endometriosis as well. Mm. You find that the mother and the daughters and all of uh, everybody actually suffers from that mm. as well. So there are a few conditions that actually can be inherited and lead to. Infertility, yes. Wow, beautiful, mm. beautiful. Muzi, we see your question, but for now, pay the bills. A one-night explosion is on the way. Madame N and PGCC brings you the God for Us worship encounter. Featuring Ayanda Ndanzi, Bumintsweni, Sia Kakita, Kenan Yati, Kaya Sibanyoni, Linda Lamini, and Pastor Lungindala. All this power under one roof on the 4th of March 2023 at PGCC Boucher Park, Germiston. Doors open at 6 p.m. General tickets available at 150 rands, 250 for VIPs, and 450 for VVIPs. Get your tickets at Web Tickets today and get ready for a life-changing experience. See you there. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. 58 minutes past 4 o'clock, we're still in conversation with Dr. Q, Sikulumange Fetiliti. All things and uh, comment. Like we have a comment from uh, our listener on Facebook. Uti, a profound and humble Dr. Q. Wow, thank you. <laughs> that is so Apostle Cools. Apostle Cools, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, Wow. So, yeah, uh, I just want to ask this one before I can go to equation. Kaput Mosine. Uti, as a man, what if in Delta, I must be a con, but I must be a weak. So, what can be the cause and what can be done for maybe to improve? I must be saying, Walinda, to Guti. Yeah, I was a producer. I was a producer. I was a producer. I was a 
Angisho yo said ukuthi amanye anokuba khona sometimes samanya anokungabi khona but asithi manje akhona but amandla wona ah ushema avela tshele ngathi yawabona ngendlela ukuba kaya no listen um there are options yeah. there's hope mm. <laughs> so well that we can only uh, diagnose when we have done a semen analysis so mm. A man has to produce the sample for us and then we put it under microscopic analysis and then we are able to tell, okay, the the sperm is there, but maybe they are few in numbers, mm. which is what we call a sperm count, or they cannot swim. It's a long distance, hey, to go and make <laughs> a baby. They mm. are only mm. dropped where they are dropped mm. and they have to swim through the womb and they have to find that you know yeah. entrance into mm. the fallopian tube mm. so they need to be good uh, swimmers no more to freedom <laughs> yes. yeah. so if you find and then the other the problem can be then what we call motility where they are not able to swim mm. to mm. get to the egg to actually fertilize and make that baby or th- we find that they have an abnormal shape you know mm. and maybe the head is chipped or the tail is uh, curled mm. which is not supposed to remember the shape of the sperm is responsible for its swimming ability mm. and its power mm. so there are supplements that men can take that actually do assist in mm. increasing the swimming ability mm. increasing the numbers of the sperm and actually also fighting against antioxidants which are things that actually destroy even the shape of the sperm mm. and all of that so they we can start with supplements and men also most times you find that mm. <laughs> what they call the holy herbs no mm. they're no longer holy if yeah. mm. they're going to cause destruction and then others need to reduce drinking so a lot of lifestyle mm. changes need to happen men others need to uh, actually lose weight mm. exercise a jog some form of physical activity to shed off the weight then that mm. empowers the sperm as well then we've got methods of interven- of intervening where we can say look we will do an insemination because the the sperm is there mm. but the swimming ability probably is affected mm. a week then we can say okay dr q is here you give me the sperm i'll be the one that it's actually swimming. inserts it mm. into directly into the woman's womb oh. so that see niggas are shortcutting and some niggas discounting yana then that is insemination so mm. i insert the sperm directly into the womb so they have a shorter distance to swim and they get to where they're supposed to go so that is called intrauterine insemination mm. and then as a last resort should we have tried all these other avenues then it will be in vitro fertilization mm. and there's a, um, and most times you find that it's actually a male factor that ends up requiring women mm. to actually go for in vitro fertilization mm. or the couple to go for in vitro fertilization where we say look the sperm cannot swim on its own to reach where the egg is suppo- where the egg is waiting because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the guys need to swim. So that's when we are like, okay, let's get the eggs out mm. ourselves. 
Then we do in vitro fertilization where we sedate the woman after uh, medicating the woman. We sedate her, put her to sleep. Aglali ge u u Adam this time around. Then we actually do the fertilization, the meeting of the egg and the sperm in mm. the laboratory. Then we put the babies inside mm. the ma- uh, the lady's womb. Yo. Well. I process, but again, <laughs> process, but again, Zara. Spongoguta ko na ma option. Yeah, yeah. Spongoguti, I wonge la ma option akon. So mm. no put muzila. Uti Gradual uh, Drive Squad. As part of your services, do you offer counseling services, especially for people who receive negative result, in particular men, because you are indicated. Okay, because as you indicated, men struggle with walking into a center that mm. offers your services. Yes, yes. So do you offer so my counseling services? Yes, we do work with psychologists and, mm. you know, emotional and psychological support is key to mm. this type of service that we offer. But I must say, even as we have um, paired up or partnered with, uh, with psychologists that offer that type of support, I must say that it's very difficult for people to actually reach out. Mm. And I'm glad that somebody actually initiates a question like that. We've tried, we've even made it free for our couples that, look, if you are starting in vitro fertilization, you're going through the process. We know mm. it is emotionally and psychologically mm. draining, not just financially draining, but also emotionally. We would like for you to get your first session with a psychologist mm. that we mm. include in p- as part <coughs> of our services for free. Mm. And then, regardless of the results, as our results, we've already prepared the way for either or. Then you go for your next session and your next session where you've already been introduced to the psychologist and into the system. But we find a lot of resistance, unfortunately, Mm. uh, Mm. from a lot of people and others will be like, no, I'll see my own psychologist or Mm. no, don't worry, we don't need to. But we know that, you know, the, the results actually do hit hard. (laughs) <laughs> on people and we do highly highly recommend psychological assistance yeah and i know a sister Enfunubuza on her behalf ne? Mm. um she's married i think in the Asking past for a friend. Mm. yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's married i think uh una five years she's very young i'm not sure about the age but uh early <coughs> 20s to 30s okay that's yeah good. they've been trying to make a baby i think we're mm. now unfortunately so yeah so as a church, we do offer counseling and offer some prayers, mm. but since we learn, I'm trying. Yeah, what could be the cause? You be trying, and I'm not sure. Maybe after how long? Yeah, but yeah. all I know, she has been having for it's the for the third time now. Is it? Yeah. yeah. No shame. But we do see that is called recurrent pregnancy loss (RPL), and usually when a an individual has had two or more miscarriages, then it's a call for concern and a call for investigations to check mm. what could be the possible cause mm. of the miscarriages. It's very important to know which trimester it is that she has the miscarriages because each trimester is associated with most likely causes. Mm. So especially if it's in the first trimester, then there are conditions that we look for about antiphospholipid syndrome. We look for... Um, thyroid problems and other hormone problems, even things like diabetes could be an issue. So that is what we actually investigate for. And she needs to be thoroughly investigated for such. 
And if it's second trimester losses, then mm. there's things like mm. then but there's a specific history that I need to take. I'm investigator, you know, mm. as doctors, mm. because I need to ask key questions and the way you answer me will lead me towards indicating with oh okay, this mm. is the most likely cause <coughs> of the miscarriage. So she just needs a thorough assessment, a thorough history, and mm. then we can put everything together and be able to say, okay, this is the most likely cause. And then for the next pregnancy, because you see her condition is, her problem is not to conceive. It's not mm. infertility. It's to keep the pregnancy. And mm. that's what we'll be, we'll be looking into. Yo, before we what are some of the challenges that you encounter in your field? Janet Jackson, mm. <laughs> Naomi Campbell, yeah. you know, mm. people read up about these stars and they're like, okay, so Genze, Ugutin mm. Tolum Dana Sengna 50, you know, and not to say Ugutabanyo Sara Abekolanga Pandle, but medically speaking, mm. um, when you want to have a child and Usuna 50, biologically, I'm not under Sepelile. So, Basically, what we are talking is that egg donor, egg donor or egg donation. Yes. And this is where now we say, okay, ma, amakanda pelile. You've got a partner, you've got a womb, you can carry, but the seed is gone. So man, just panele si obolegi seed And we're going to plant this seed, this seed in your field. You know, so when a on a plantation, on a field, you've got, got the soil, uh, but you don't have the seed. Mm. So we're gonna go next door and borrow a seed mm. that is young, a fresh, a yellow bone, mufuni mm. yellow bone. Abanye kama zobashenja na marisi, so people get carried away. Mm. But again, sikola apu, but we borrow <laughs> the seed and we plant the seed mm. in your field, mm. and then that becomes your produce. So mm. what we mean by that is that so you are fifty. We've got young girls. I'm actually um, going to, I'm doing a drive. I'm going to be starting a drive now to go to tertiary institutions mm-hmm. because the women <laughs> who suffer the most mm. or the couples who suffer the most mm. is uh, are those couples with one, educated women mm-hmm. because educated women want to climb the career ladder, mm. you know, the corporate ladder mm. and they put things aside. Mm. And, and Vele Vele is cool to us, stay away from boys and focus yeah. and all of that. So, Manchester's Vele is one women empowerment mm, independence feminism. by feminism mm. but the, the the peak of our career mm. is actually the peak of our uh, the, the also the same time that we are at our peak Feta. fertility ah. mm. so between 25 and 35 that's when we are pushing careers, the dilemma universities, you want to buy your house, your car, mm. your this, your that. Mm. But that's the same time that you actually should be starting a family. Because at the age of 35, then decline that biological clock. Start going tick, 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 tick. Hey, 
<laughs> so now that's where we have the options now. Mm. Le- remember, I said hope is never lost. Yeah. So when you yeah. know that you are 35 and you're single, that's where you need to say, okay, mm. um, actually you can start from the ages of 33 and say, look, let me go and check if in Sase, right, do I still have eggs? Mm. And then women that are 33 and above who know what they are, no prospect of getting married because we want to get married and then start a family. Mm. So who know there are no prospects of getting married before the age of 35? Visit your nearest fertility specialist mm. for mm. your fertility insurance and freeze one of the questions i actually had to uh personally which i'm worried about my biological clock ticking mm. i'm close to the fourth uh floor now uh mm. no children what can I do? You know, yes. um, I actually wrote on my status. Bazalane sells on Olel. Mina, it's either Nizoba Nomdana Manje because freezing as well comes with uh, extra cost. So if I uh, should I freeze or Nizombusi Sumdana Manning Bona and Jimmy, you guys know that I'm not married. Nazar, I'm a Miss Swan. Bonuguts, I isn't of his entire spark. Yes, so um, that becomes an option, and it's mm. a tough one. That's why I said the two... Okay, I didn't finish the second type of woman that oh, suffer. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually Christian women, you mm. know? Yeah. Because mm. then mm. they say, look, does it mean that if I go for... Uh, for IVF, I am. I have lost my faith in God. Mm. Can you not perform a miracle in me? Mm. Um, mm. Can he not make me the next Sarah? You know, mm. so that's those are the two types: the educated and the Christian. And then you mm. find that majority of them are both. Any combo, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's very important to know your options. That's mm. just basically what I would say. So instead of now doing something that will probably make you regret mm. and make you feel like you've lost your relationship with God, mm. then consider. I always tell women that okay, we are Sebenza. You've climbed the career ladder there's nobody who's in uh, who is a potential currently mm-hmm. so you're not buying nan mm. you're not paying for school fees mm. you're not buying nappies mm-hmm. take that money was we spend and, and then go towards freezing your eggs and you save you can save up and that's why from mm. the ages of 32 33 you can start saving up and you know what you've got a savings which is uh, towards your fertility future mm. and then you go when you have your eggs frozen so wow. those are options otherwise mm. then we'll be looking for donors again at the age of 45 mm. plus mm. <laughs> doc i've got seven minutes for you we've got a question here from one of our listeners uti can a woman who have endometri- english mm. endometriosis yes. give birth can a woman yes. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. I've d- I've been <laughs> working a lot with women with endometriosis. It depends. Mm-hmm. There's different stages of endometriosis. Others, we don't even suffer much. It's just a matter of timing, ovulation, and falling pregnant mm. if it's lower stages of endometriosis. There are others that have stage 4 endometriosis with blocked tubes, damaged tubes, and all of that, mm. that we need to take them out and even opt for IVF. Mm. But we've had good outcomes with endometriosis. And as long as we are able to get eggs from you, mm-hmm. fertilize, and yeah, we're able to treat medically and surgically as wow. far as endometriosis is concerned. 
Beautiful, mm. beautiful dog. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the informative uh, conversation that you gave us. Where can we find you. Um, your center? Probably there's someone there who's listening and can't mm. ask questions because anonymous vibes mm. And, mm. and they would want to come and see you uh, individually or as a family. Yes. Um, do you have a center where people can come? Yes, yes. I'm actually not mm -hmm. too far from here. I'm based oh. in Pretoria Centurion. Mm -hmm. It's in Unetke Unitas Hospital. My company, Enkashile, or Family Matters Fertility Center, we are Googleable. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram, it's Family Matters Fertility. Uh, it's Family Matters underscore Fertility. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook and YouTube, Family Matters Fertility Center. Wow, thank mm. you so much. Whatever you do, do well. That is Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Probably your favorite uh, scripture, <laughs> your solid, your foundation exactly, into this journey. Exactly, because we serve a God of wow. excellence. Oh, wow. yes. So wow. whatever wow. we touch, whatever skills he's given us, mm. we do it to the best of our ability. Wow. We really had wanted to keep you longer, Doc. We wanted to ask you about your faith and your career. How mm. do you jingle <laughs> the two? How do you uh, adjust your faith when you have disappointments? I would have loved to know, Nubuti, is the COVID vaccine, did the COVID vaccine affect our Ish. fertility? One of the things that I was, I didn't want to take the vaccine, but I'm not taking this. Can sexually transmitted diseases uh, affect the ability? We had actually a lot of questions to ask you. Hopefully one day we'll create a content for you and then you'll be back. Mm -hmm. Maybe in between your drives, if you'd want uh, to be back again in the studio, the drive time is welcome come to have you around but other than that let's wrap it for today thank you so much doc we really appreciate you you are listening to hope alive streaming live from hope restoration ministries captain park south africa